The 14th century English mystic Julian of Norwich has been talked about by people in many different ways, but first and foremost, she's the author of an extraordinary text, The Revelations, which is the earliest known text authored by a woman in English. Personally, she has been a friend and companion in my Christian life for over 30 years. I'm the Reverend David Simmons, Episcopal priest and oblate in the Order of Julian of Norwich. Thank you for joining me as we read and pray through the works of this extraordinary woman of faith and explore what she has to teach us about God's love. Hello and welcome to Love Was His Meaning, Reading and Praying with Julian of Norwich. Before we get into our reading from Julian this morning, let's do the office together. The link can be found in the um, description on both the live stream and the podcast. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us say together Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God, and listen to my prayer. I call upon you from the ends of the earth with heaviness in my heart. Set me upon the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. I will dwell in your house forever. I will take refuge under the cover of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have granted me the heritage of those who fear your name. Add length of days to the king's life. Let his years extend over many generations. Let him sit enthroned before God forever. Bid love and faithfulness watch over him. So will I always sing the praise of your name, and day by day I will fulfill my vows. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let's say together a prayer of Julian. God of your goodness, give me yourself, for you are enough to me, and I can ask nothing that is less that can be full honor to you. And if I ask anything that is less... I shall always be in want, for only in you have I all. Amen. So, beloved, we are into the tenth revelation at this point. This is a revelation that only is in this one chapter, um, and it is, uh, some people title it, uh, Christ's Rejoicing. Then with a glad expression... Our Lord looked into his wounded side and gazed with joy, and with his sweet gazing he directed the understanding of his creature through that same wound into his side within. There he showed a fair, desirable place, and large enough for all mankind that shall be saved to rest in peace and love. And with that he brought to mind his dear worthy blood and precious water, which he allowed to pour out all out for love. And with the sweet sight he showed his blessed heart cloven in two. And with this sweet rejoicing, he showed to my understanding, in part, the blessed Godhead, strengthening the pure soul to understand, in so far as it can be expressed, that this heart is to signify the endless love that was without beginning, and is, and shall be always. With this, our good Lord said most blissfully, Lo, how I love thee! As if he had said, My dear one, behold, and see the Lord thy God, who is thy Creator, and thine endless joy. See thine own brother, thy Saviour. My child, behold and see what delight and bliss I have in thy salvation, and for my love enjoy it now with me. 
Also for further understanding, this blessed word was said, Lo, how I love thee! Behold and see that I love thee so much before I died for thee, that I was willing to die for thee, and that now I have died for thee, and suffered willingly what I can. And now is all my bitter pain, and all my cruel labor, changed to endless joy and bliss for me and for thee. How should it now be, that thou wouldst pray for anything that pleases me, and I would not most gladly grant it thee? For my pleasure is thy holiness, and thine endless joy and bliss with me. This is the understanding, as simply as I can express it, of this blessed word, Lo, how I love thee! This our good Lord showed in order to make us glad and happy. So here we are in chapter 24 uh, with the, the 10th revelation. And we start off, uh, we, we've, we've been, uh, the last couple of um, chapters have been about the, the rejoicing of the Trinity uh, in the Passion. Um, hitting it from a different angle that most uh, mystics hit this, of, of the idea of, of it being, uh, the passion being uh, an eternal joy for God, uh, an eternal joy for Jesus. Um, and as we get in here, we start with, uh, the Lord looks into his wounded side. So this is uh, when Jesus dies upon the cross, or uh, before he dies, I, I, actually, I guess it's after he dies, he's already dead when they do this, but the, one of the, the soldiers puts the spear in the side of Jesus to see if he's, he's dead. Um, and so that wound is the point of meditation that she's going here. Uh, the Lord looks into his wounded side and gazes with joy and draws Julian's, uh, Julian's uh, gaze in as well. And he shows there a fair, desirable place, large for all enough mankind that shall be saved to rest in peace and love, um, and his heart cloven in two. So this is obviously metaphorical language that we're talking about here. But what's interesting about this is if you go to Catholic churches today, it's really common to see a devotion to the sacred heart of Jesus, the, the heart that's cloven in two uh, with the compassion of God being the thing that's being celebrated, the compassion of God in Jesus. Um, but this is really early for that. Um, Julian's one of the earliest mystics uh, to talk about this cloven heart, the sacred heart, as a symbol of the suffering of Jesus for humankind. Um, and... The de this devotion doesn't become common in the church for several hundred years after Julian's time. So she's really kind of on the cutting edge of this of this devotion of looking at the heart of Jesus as being the source of compassion and a, and a point of meditation uh, that's become incredibly popular in Roman Catholic circles. Um, and you know this kind of this this whole image here is uh, I, I use the title kind of from the the TARDIS from Doctor Who. It's larger on the inside than it is on the outside. But this idea that there is enough space in this compassion of God for all that uh, will be saved. There's compassion for all of humanity if humanity will deign to be deign to allow itself to be saved. If humanity will give up its um, uh, it will allow itself to be satisfied as as um, Julian would have put it. Uh, so this fair, desirable place within the heart of Jesus that's large enough for all of mankind that shall be saved to rest in peace and love. And this heart signifies the endless love that was without beginning and is and shall be always. And there's this beautiful passage here. I'm going to read it again. I'm actually going to, um, it starts off as if he had said, my dear one is how John Julian translates it. But I really like the fact that in the Old English, or it actually says, my darling. So I'm going to read it that way. My darling, behold and see the Lord thy God, who is thy creator and endless joy. See thine own brother, thy savior. 
My child, see, behold it, see what delight and bliss I have in thy salvation, and for my love, enjoy it with me now. So she hits all these titles, you know, that the Jesus is your Lord, your God, uh, he is your creator as part of the Holy Trinity, and your endless joy, he is your brother, because Jesus is a human being. That's something we always have to remember, is that that's a really apt title for Jesus. Jesus is our brother as a human being, but also thy Savior. Um, and enjoy, see what delight and bliss I have in your salvation, and enjoy it with me now. You know, we're back to this idea of, you know, talking especially to medieval people. You spend all of this time uh, bewailing the suffering of Jesus. You spend all this time um, looking at the suffering of Jesus and thinking as if it's something that God is still really angry about. Uh, no, that's not the way it is. God is blissful that this is a way that God could broach the the distance between humanity and God's self. And now is all my bitter pain and all my cruel labor changed to endless joy and bliss for me and for thee. So that it's supposed to be a two-way pleasure. For my pleasure is thy holiness, and thine endless joy and bliss is with me. Um, and the whole point, as Julian says at the end, this our good Lord showed in order to make us glad and happy. We're supposed to be glad and happy in the works that of creation, the works of incarnation, uh, the works of salvation, all of the things that God has done in order to restore us to relationship with God came at great cost to Jesus. But that's not where we're supposed to, to go. Uh, what, where we're supposed to be is in that bliss and love uh, that God has in the fact that we have been reconciled. Let's say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I bid your prayers for the people of Ukraine and all the people of Eastern Europe. I bid your prayers for all those on our parish prayer list, and I bid your prayers, either silently or aloud at this time, Let us pray together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. Most holy Lord, the ground of our beseeching, who through your servant St. Julian revealed the wonder of your love, grant that as we are created in your nature and restored by your grace, our wills may be so made one with yours that we come to see you face to face and gaze on you forever. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me for Love Was His Meaning once again. Uh, take care of yourselves if uh, you're watching this live today. A happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, have a good day uh, celebrating uh, Irish heritage. Um, 
Until I see you again, take care and God bless. Thank you for joining me for Love Was His Meaning today. This podcast is generally available twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The text of Julian's Revelations used in this podcast is The Complete Julian by Father John Julian Swanson OJN and is used by permission of the Order of Julian of Norwich. The theme music is Julian of Norwich by Bombadil and is used under license.